It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Welcome to this episode of Kennedy Saves the World. And today I have to save you from baby boomers. It is no longer their time. Exit stage left. You have all drifted too far left politically. Uh, You have run the country into the ground. You are a bunch of cranky, mean, old people, and uh, you no longer get to hold politics hostage. I'm sorry for that, but you brought this along yourselves. Uh, Baby boomers are, by and large... Very selfish people. Uh, they were raised to think that they were the specialist only people on earth. And uh, I thank them for the advancements that we've made in aging technology and things like, uh, I don't know, vaping and Botox. Uh, because <laughs> vaping ages you and Botox makes you look like your face has been steam cleaned, uh, which I think is wonderful. So that's it. That's all I thank you for. I do not thank you for your president. I certainly don't thank you for the occupant of the White House. Now, some would arguably say that he's a member of the greatest generation. He He's like he's older than Rutherford B. Hayes. Uh, he should not be in power. His little bony fingers should be nowhere near the levers. And uh, he's not the oldest person in Washington in power by far. And it's not. I was having this conversation with Daryl Issa the other day on my Fox Business show, which is delightful. And if you have only listened to the podcast and you haven't seen the TV show, it is colorful. It's like being in a neon pink spaceship uh, where I say naughty words and make fun of everybody. And we all try and have a great time. That pretty much sums it up. Um, but Daryl Issa and I were talking and he he's probably the richest person in Congress, which is really honestly why I have him on the show, because I hope that someday he's so grateful that he buys me a hot pink Bentley just for uh, being his TV friend. That would be fantastic. Uh, but we agreed that it's not Biden's age. It's his competence. And, and that is true. It's very difficult seeing the most powerful person in the world on uh, on the the negative slope toward mental decline. Uh, it's sad. I mean, it's always fun seeing someone on the upswing, you know, when, when they're on the roller coaster and it's going clickety, clickety, clickety up the hill uh, because, you know, they're in for a fun ride as they're beginning their ascent. Oh, it is just, it is all downhill. It's like President Biden is on skis and he's on a double black diamond slope and he's asleep and he's blindfolded and he is just flying headfirst into a forest. And you know, nothing good is going to come of the rest of his presidency, but he's not alone. It's a bunch of torturous old gummers in there who are making life miserable. And, and it's not just Democrats. Don't get me wrong. Mitch McConnell is 80. 80 is not young. 80 is fine for a lot of things, but not for being the Senate minority leader. Uh, Chuck Schumer, it's really funny because Chuck Schumer seems old because he's always, you know, he wears his glasses at the end of his nose and he's got a really sour expression on his face all the time. And he does a lot of lecturing and finger wagging and he's he's 71. So compared to these other people, he is truly a baby twink, which is the highest compliment I can pay him because everything else about him is just utterly hypocritical. But he's a Senate majority leader. Like he's the guy who sets the docket. He's the one who's in power and he's the young one. At 71, he's the young one. It's like all these people are in the uh, the varsity section of the villages. And, you know, they, they should be in Florida just perving out on each other. 
Um, you know, it's like not using condoms because they're not going to have babies, but they can still uh, pass syphilis to each other. That's where they should be. That that should be their biggest worry. Not how much money they are going to steal from every other generation as they run the country into the ground uh, along this failed socialistic experiment. Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi is 82 years old and all the people who are the product of the California monoparty system, you know, it's like they are fart huffers who've sat in a bubble for way too long, accomplishing nothing. It is sound and fury and butt toots. That's all it is. And, you know, like vaping butt toots, political butt toots when you're sitting just steeping in your little bubble. Very, very aging. It's not good. Nancy Pelosi is 82 years old. Uh, she, need, she needs to leave Congress. She didn't even get to go to the villages. She just has to sit on an island in Great Exuma in the Bahamas and talk to those cute little piggies all by herself. She, that's what Lyndon Johnson did when he left the presidency. He sat and he lost his mind very quickly and briefed the chickens. And that's what Nancy Pelosi has to do. She has to leave. Anthony Fauci, he's 81. He still has way too much control over our lives. Not even elected. Highest paid government official, Chuck Grashley. Chuck Grashley, 88 years old. Dianne Feinstein, his sexy Senate girlfriend, she's also 88. All right, so why don't you two Centrum Silvers go do 69 at the Villages? I know a lot of people just vomited at that, and I don't apologize. I apologize for nothing. Why? What is this entire rant about other than saving us from the boomers and the olds? It's getting Gen X into power because, you know, we're going to have a very narrow window. This is Kennedy Saves the World. Don't go anywhere. Jason in the House, the Jason Chaffetz Podcast. Dive deeper than the headlines and the party lines as I take on American life, politics, and entertainment. Subscribe now on foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts. Gen X sandwiched in between the two most selfish generations in American history, baby boomers and millennials. And they are both vast. Uh, there, are, there are massive amounts of of both of these generations that we are bookended by. Uh, What does everyone love about Oreos? They love the creamy middle. That's what Gen Xers are in the political generational landscape. We are the creamy middle. We are the delicious part. We are the part that you unscrew and lick and you throw the other generations away because boomers are too selfish and they've already wrecked everything. Uh, Millennials are too whiny and entitled and they don't get anything yet. They have to learn the hard lessons that Gen Xers did their entire lives. We were latchkey kids. We had no technology. We had to keep ourselves busy and then we were given all the technology and expected to know how to use it. So what what happens in that environment? Well, then you get Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk. Are they great? Are they perfect? No, but it's uh, a lot better than Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi. So Gen Xers now deserve a shot at power. We, we are no longer going to entertain the baby boomers. It is no longer about other immutable characteristics. You know, it's, it's not about gender. It's not about race. It's not about ethnicity. It is about what generation, from which generation do you spring? And Gen Xers are the only ones who now, you know, it's like it is a shining moment where Gen Xers can save the world. I love the 90s. The 90s were great. We are in 
a point in our history where people are bummed, they are divided. Uh, today, what did I see today? Thank you for asking. I was walking along the subway platform in Columbus Circle, and I saw a pile of human feces. And I was like, that's super gross. Uh, people have no respect for each other. Um, there are plenty of places if you have to go big potty, you don't have to poop on the subway platform. But that's someone who is out of sorts. They don't care. They have given up on themselves. Uh, but they've also given up on other people and any concept of individual responsibility. That really bummed me out. And then I was at Chipotle because Chipotle is delicious. Are you like, oh, what's your Chipotle order? Fine, I'll tell you because it's perfect. And I'm not embarrassed about it at all. Brown rice, pinto beans, carnitas, pico de gallo, little bit of cheese, little bit of sour cream, little bit of lettuce, side of guac. And then you get the chips and you scoop everything up with the chips It's delicious. Try it next time. You will thank me later. So what happened at Chipotle? Fortunately, there was no human excrement, but the cashier with all the food around her, you know how they line everything up, especially during a busy lunch hour? She sneezed. She sneezed. Did she she cover her, her sneeze with her dirty little mittens? She did not. So you're like, oh, she must have done the vampire sneeze. She did not. She did the full lean into it, face all over everything, Sneeze. And I looked at her and went, ew, gross. And then uh, I got my stuff, which fortunately was out of the spray zone. And I walked away and I'm like, that's a millennial. That's a millennial right there. Like, not even going to bother to try and sneeze in my vampire sleeve uh, or my hands or a tissue or anything else. I'm not going to uh, aim my head at a garbage can. So that's what I saw. And then I saw a guy shooting up on 35th Street. So I covered a lot of ground in Manhattan today. Uh, saw a lot of fluids. And uh, most of those fluids, I'm guessing I'm guessing the poop was from a boomer because I'm blaming everything on boomers right now. The other two, too, mu- too many millennial fluids because they were raised to think, your fluids are so special and wonderful and we have to be safe from people who try and demonize your fluids. No, you do not get to be in power. If that is how you were raised, if that is your sense of entitlement, you have to wait 20 years. AOC cannot run for president. She cannot run for Senate. Uh, it's it's fine. Like, I get it. People love to get really mad at her. There is utility uh, in her being. She doesn't really do anything in Congress. She doesn't really pass anything. Uh, you know, Bernie Sanders, he's he's not a boomer. He's I think Bernie Sanders is... He is evidence that the matrix is real because Bernie has so much more energy and life force than Joe Biden. So he's like on his sixth life, like he's had all these um, extra supplements. So he he's already reached the singularity. Uh, so Bernie also has utility because everyone get, can get mad at him, but no one really gets mad at uh, an angry old man who's only in the Senate because you, you don't have your icy finger on the nuclear button. So there you have it. Gen X, the only ones who now officially, as Empress of the Universe, or at least this slice of it, Gen Xers are the only ones who are allowed to save the world. I will only stand for a Gen X president. I've said it. It's a hill that I will die on, and we will continue to do battle. Once again, this has been Kennedy Saves the World. I'm Kennedy. For more podcasts from my friends at Fox, you can go to foxnewspodcast.com. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Oh, go ahead and leave me a review while you're there. I'd love to hear what you have to say. You've been listening to Kennedy Saves the World on the Fox News Podcast Network.
Pull up a chair and join me, Rachel Campos Duffy. And me, former U.S. Congressman Sean Duffy, as we share our perspective on the discussions happening at kitchen tables across America. Download from the kitchen table, the Duffy's at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you download podcasts.